Welcome to The Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get where you want to go. Whether you are in your car, folding laundry, cooking, cleaning, or maybe even just enjoying a cup of coffee and a few minutes of quiet, we're so glad you're joining us today. Here's your host, wife, mom of six kids, foster mom, entrepreneur, and author, Crystal Payne. Welcome to another episode of The Crystal Payne Show. I have sitting across from me, someone who has been on the show multiple times. I think you have been the most ask-on guest we've ever had on the podcast. Any guesses as to who it is? It's not Jesse. It is, drumroll, Catherine. And we are going to talk about your high school experience, Catherine. This was this episode was inspired by you got to share at youth group on Wednesday night. It was um, senior-led night. And so the seniors led the music as and worship, as well as then we broke into smaller groups and you spoke with two other seniors to our group. I was so excited that I got to be in the group that you spoke in. But there was just a lot of questions that people ask, and I thought, oh, I'd love to have you on the podcast to share some of those answers for that. So just talking about your high school experience, things you learned, things you wish that you would have done differently, or just looking back, ways that you can encourage other high schoolers. And specifically, I was thinking of the moms that are listening or other adults who are listening who have teens in their life that they are maybe walking with, if it's their niece or their nephew, or it could be that they serve at church in the youth group or they're a teacher, whatever it is. I just feel like you have a lot of wisdom to share and you are officially done with high school except for finals, correct? Mm-hmm. Next how does, week. How does that feel? It's bittersweet. Mm-hmm. Very bittersweet. You know, I'm going to miss everybody at school, miss all the kids and stuff, the relationships that I've made, but the same time I don't have to deal with being in class from 815 to 310 every single day so that's gonna be nice that's a lot of time in class yeah Yeah. because you will be going back to school but it will be in a very different context because you won't it will no longer ever again unless you become a teacher or something uh be 815 to 310 yep so at the beginning of this year you set this goal. I remember we were sitting in the car. You had come back. I think it was you had come back from camp at your school. They always kick off with back to school camp. So you guys go away for a few days. The seniors lead the camp. And so you were there all week leading the middle schoolers and then leading the high schoolers. And you came back and you told me, you said, I really want to go into this year and I want to pour into people because you had kind of before camp, I feel like during the summer sort of been just sad about going back to school because your best friend had graduated. She wasn't going to be at school anymore. It just felt like a lot of things had changed and school was just going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. The, the switch from junior year to senior year, a lot of stuff happened in between that time with different friendships and just really feeling discouraged because people are leaving and it just wasn't going to be the same. And so I, I was honestly, I was just wanting to 
be done. Like I was considering just doing school over the summer and not, I didn't want to go back. Mm-hmm. Like I really didn't want to go back. And, and then that summer I realized like the people who I looked up to most at school, who were the seniors last year, they were the people who really took time and poured into people. They were the people who took that extra step to say hi to people in the hallways, wrote letters, notes on people's little papers that they were grading, or they just took time out of their day to reach out to other people. And I was like, man, like, I remember being a little middle schooler and that really impacted my life because I was like, oh, these these cool high schoolers, they know my name, they know who I am. And I was like, I want to do that for some little middle schooler who's walking down the hallway feeling like that they are discouraged and oh and then the little the the high schooler okay they know my name okay that I feel like that's just such a small thing that can be so uplifting and encouraging for someone who's younger and I wanted to be able to do that and I wanted to be able to bless somebody else like the older students before were able to bless me so you went to camp and really, I, I don't think you, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that you went into camp with that mindset, but at camp, I feel yeah. like something switched because when you got home, you told me about how you had so much fun with the middle schoolers and you were really excited to just dive into this year and say, I'm not going to think about what's in it for me. I'm going to think, how can I serve other people? Yeah. So I, I went into camp and I was like, you know what? It's my last camp okay, I'm just going to get through this. I'm going to have a good attitude after this. Like it is one week in my entire life. I went through camp with the same mindset with, that I went to London with. And um, if you remember, it was like, it's one week in the rest of my life. And you know, I can look back and regret having a bad attitude or I can look back and be like, okay, I gave it my all so what if nothing really came from it? And so I went into the week and uh, I just really tried to pour into everybody who I could. I saw middle schoolers off sitting by themselves and I was like, hey, come hang out with me. Come, I don't know, I'm not very good at basketball, but I was like, hey, come play basketball. Um, And so I really enjoyed that. I didn't realize that I would enjoy that, but it was so life-giving to get to hang out with them and just get to encourage them and honestly I really don't think that it was me encouraging I I feel like it was God being like okay this is what they need to hear and then at the end of the week when it it was like um everybody was super emotional and uh it was like multiple different middle schoolers came up to me and they were like, Hey, I really appreciated you this week. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's what I want to do. So that really encouraged me for the rest of the year to just keep, to keep pouring into other people rather than just going through looking down and trying to make it to the end. But, you know, keep my head up and look at the, the good view or look at the flowers, you know? And I feel like you ended up really enjoying your last year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think it's all about, I talk about this a lot on Instagram, but it's, and I mean, I talk about it, you get to hear me preach it at home, not just on Instagram, 
but your perspective and your attitude changes so much. And so you can choose your attitude. You can choose to be like, this is my last year. I just want to get over with it. Or you can choose to say, okay, I have today. I'm going to live today to the fullest. And I feel like that's what you really did this last year. And you're graduating, ending the year kind of on this high note of just feeling grateful that you finished well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And senioritis was hitting hard. Senioritis is whenever you just, you have gone through the four years of high school and you are pretty brain dead. You feel like you just need to make it to the end and you're kind of grasping at everything and you, you are procrastinating a lot. And so it, it senioritis was hitting really hard for the past few weeks, but I tried to focus on the relationships rather than academics because, you know, maybe I couldn't pour my all into getting an A on a test because I couldn't really focus, but at least I could still try to say hi to people in the hallways and encourage people and talk to people. And it's really hard to keep that mentality towards the end of the year because like you just want to be done. And I think it took a lot for me because I was just like, oh, I'm ready for this to be done with. And I was like, oh, it's, it's my last year. I'm going to regret not getting to hang out with people and stuff and I'm going to miss this. Um, So, yeah. I think what was really cool is then we went to what's called Senior Chapel. I talked about this on Instagram, but where at your school, because it's a small school, they have two Wednesdays during chapel that they just speak blessings over each individual senior. And so some of the middle schoolers or the not senior high schoolers. Is that, what would you call them? Not senior high schoolers. Um, Just anyone who isn't a senior. Anyone who isn't a senior in high school. And then a teacher would speak over each of the students. So they had a limit of four. So we went and there, one of the girls that was speaking, I knew her and then Silas and, and Caitlin spoke, but there was this little girl named Reese and she, I guess, signed up first thing. And I guess there were some other middle schoolers that tried to sign up, but couldn't sign up because all the spots were filled. But she shared this very eloquent speech about you. I didn't know who she was. And yet she is up there sharing exactly what you were saying. Like She was just talking about how much it meant for you to say hi in the hall, for you to go out of your way to do little things that for her weren't little. It was like, going to, you were going to go get fast food for yourself for lunch and bringing back a drink for her or getting, buying something for her or just showing up and noticing her and how that meant so much to, to her. And she talked about how you're like my sister. And it was just the sweetest thing for me as a mom to see the fruit of what you committed to do at the beginning of the year that you said, I'm going to go into this year and I'm going to give it my all. And I'm going to pour into these middle schoolers because I know that no matter what happens this year, they're probably going to remember that for years and years to come. And I think it was just so fulfilling to me to see all of your effort and your investment pay off so much and to see how many middle schoolers just look up to you and think, the world of you, and you could have chosen to just go through your year, try to just make it through, try to just survive, put your head down and not really notice anybody else, but you chose to take the extra time. And, you know, it didn't, yes, it was an investment, but it probably, it was just little things here and there. 
And it's just a reminder that the little things are big things to a lot of people. If we just take the time to notice and go out of our way, say hi. I mean, she talked about just you saying hi in the hallways and how much that meant to her. There was also another special thing that happened this week that I didn't get to go and be part of, but the class that you are a teacher's assistant for, they threw this party for you. And that really surprised you. Yeah, it was like this, it was the sweetest little thing because they would all like raise their hands and and then they would like uh, give their affirmations and blessings to me. And I was like, oh, like they, even like the cool, you know, the, the cool people who, you know, they usually don't speak up in class. They, like, everybody did. And it was just, like, they blessed me so much with that because I was like, okay, I feel good about this year, like, ending the year well. And it was it was something I'm going to remember for a very, very long time. The other thing that I thought about that is it was that teacher. Like, that teacher chose to see you it was almost the exact same thing that you had done for these students. Mm-hmm. The teacher, she also poured into you this oh, year. Yeah. And she, she did a lot of special things. You said she would buy you your favorite candies and throughout the year did multiple things to pour into you to say, I see you, you have value. You're bringing value to this class. And I just think for people listening, you know, maybe they're not in high school anymore, but to recognize that there are teens in their life or middle schoolers or any age person who is in their life who could be so blessed by just little things of someone saying you matter, you know, buying their favorite candy, getting them their favorite drink, whatever it is to just really communicate to somebody you matter. I see you. Thank you for what you're doing. And so for that teacher to inspire those kids to all share. And it's something that probably for the rest of your life, you're going to remember. Oh yeah. And I remember she would like put, I like talkies and Rolos and just that junk. And so (laughs) she would, and I would find them in my desk whenever I was grading papers, she would be like, Hey, make sure to open the drawer. And I would find fun surprises. And it was so sweet. And, and then a few mornings she would get me Chick-fil-A for, uh, me and her other teacher's assistant, and it was so sweet. And I was like, so she really blessed me with that. And she let me, like, stay after class, and she let me s- skip some of the cap time or the, um, like, this assembly time with her. And I talked to her throughout all of that. And then she just, she did a lot of little things that really meant a lot to me. And so that that was a real blessing this year just to end the day well, because that was my last class. And so I always end the day on a good note, I feel like. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you maybe go for a run or take a nap or read a book or get together with a friend? Well, I know that a lot of people I talk to wish that they had time to better their spiritual, emotional physical health. And one way that you can do that is through therapy. I am a huge fan of therapy because in our home, it has been something that has made a major, major difference in the way that we approach life, in the way that we think, in the way that we raise our kids, in helping our kids and ourselves to have better 
emotional language around how we're feeling and not let our feelings just come out sideways as anger. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I would recommend giving BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. You don't have to leave your home. And get this, you don't have to go out searching for a therapist. Not only is it convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule because it's online, but you go to BetterHelp and fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. And also, if that isn't a good fit, you can switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. It's time to make time for something that is going to feed your soul and help you to become stronger and healthier as a person, not only emotionally and spiritually and mentally, but also I think there's going to be a trickle down effect physically too. Visit betterhelp.com slash crystal pain today, and you're going to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash crystal pain. Are you ready to turn your home into a sanctuary of productivity and inspiration? Look no further than HomeThreads, where functionality meets stylish organization. At HomeThreads.com, you'll discover furniture designed for the ambitious go-getter. From efficient workstations to chic storage solutions, they've got everything you need to make your home a hub of success. I got to order from HomeThreads and I think of them pretty much every single day because I have this beautiful tree that I ordered from them and this stand in my office and it just adds the perfect touch and I love it so much. If you'd like to order from HomeThreads, head over to homethreads.com forward slash crystal and get a code for 15% off your order. Because where your home supports your dreams, anything is possible. That's homethreads.com forward slash crystal to get 15% off. Homethreads, love where you live. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then, when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. I got to try out Armoire, and I was so impressed. I've tried a few other clothing rental services in the past few years, and this one by far has been my favorite. Not only did I love taking the style quiz because it was really enlightening and insightful to me to figure out what my style is and it kind of helped me refine some things that I didn't realize before. I'm more of a classic style, by the way. But also, I was super impressed within what they curated for me to pick from for my case that they would send to me. And I have to tell you, so I got the armoire case in the mail, which is just a fancy way of saying the bag of clothes that they sent to me. And I have loved every single one. In fact, I'm wearing one pair of jeans that they sent me yesterday. I wore jeans and a sweater that they sent to me. And I have just been so surprised how they nailed my style, nailed my size, and have sent me clothes that I have loved. So they have so many different clothes to choose from, so many different styles and sizes. And I love that they're all very high quality. If you would like to try out 
Armoire. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit Armoire Style forward slash crystal. That's Armoire Style, A R M O I R E dot style slash crystal to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry what to wear again. Try Armoire today. So for adults who are listening, who they want to pour into teenagers, I hear from people a lot because I have had the opportunity to get to mentor some teenagers. And I will hear from other women saying, I wish that I could do that. I just don't know how to get started doing that. And what would you say to the person who wants to impact teens, wants to make a difference, wants to mentor or even just build a relationship with a teenager, how would be the best way to get started with that, to go about building a relationship? Um, I think the best way would just be pretending like you're interested in what they are. Like just whenever they're talking about something they're excited about, don't shut it down. Let them talk. Let them be excited about that thing. Let just let them share and then ask questions about it because just be engaged because if they're interested in that thing and you shut it down, then that's going to be really discouraging. And no matter what it is, I mean, unless it's like a really bad thing, of course, I mean, that probably, I don't know, (laughs) but like just uh, be willing to pretend you're interested in stuff that maybe you're not. Well, I think I've found that when you act interested, it's almost feelings follow action. So yeah. it's almost like when you start acting interested, yeah. then you become interested Take because this is something that this person is so invested in them and you care about them. So you're going to care about what they care about. Exactly. So for the parent who is listening, who's saying, I want to have that relationship with my teenager. Like I want to be able to have the conversations with them, but they just shut down. Anytime I try to talk with them, they just shut down. They act like they don't Mm -hmm. want to talk with me. Like, I'm not cool. I don't know how to break into their world, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Any advice for them? Well, that's probably going to be a little bit harder because it's probably a little bit higher of a wall that's put up between them. But, um, again, just listening. Uh, I feel like so much of the time parents not to have to make a generalization but uh sometimes i feel like people get so caught up in what they have to say and and you forget to listen sometimes and parents like correct them but also give them a reason and then also hear them their reasoning like even if it doesn't make sense and they're doing something dumb like hear them out too and just I feel like that's the best way to avoid this big wall being pushed in between you guys because, like, the worst thing to feel is unheard and that makes you feel unappreciated. And you, in order to feel appreciated, a lot of times you, you, when you're talking, like, it's the best thing to be heard. I was also thinking you were saying, listen to them. And some parents might be thinking, well, they're not talking to me, but Mm. I think they are communicating to you 
it just might not be in words. And so to listen to them by paying attention to their body language, paying attention to what they're doing, what they're interested in, where they want to go, what they want to eat, what they care about, who they're hanging out with, pay attention. Mm -hmm. And whenever you have the opportunity to step into their world, go step into their world. Don't expect for them to come step into your world and almost be offended that they aren't. Just love them where they are and go meet them where they are and step into that world. And I think that that's going to show them value much more than you saying, trying to make them talk. Yeah. You, you can't force it really. I mean, you can, but it's, like, it's so important to be able to share about your interests. And I feel like anytime I'm excited about, like, a little business venture, it I know it's easy to talk to you about it because, like, that's kind of your whole world. But, like, uh, for Dad, like, he'll, he'll be like, I'm so proud of you. Like, this is so cool. And it, like, I enjoy talking about that and being able to just, kind of spit everything out and for you guys to be like this is so cool like we are so proud of you for this and to even ask questions about how my um little like pizza business is going and stuff it's it's just nice to be able to talk about stuff I'm interested in speaking of which you should share a little bit about hadn't I didn't talk anything about your businesses until last week was the first time, just because I kind of wanted to let you get through the year. But you've gotten to do some fun things at school that have kind of ignited for you an interest that you didn't really know was Mm -hmm. there this year. Yeah, um, I found out that I'm kind of a businesswoman. I get it from my dad, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) He's very entrepreneurial. No, he too. is so, so. Yeah, he's he is the the brains, and I feel like I'm the feet. So mm-hmm. he's really good when I have new ideas. I pretty much always bring them to him, and he pokes holes in them, and that's so helpful. And then I'm the one that is more like the muscle of getting it done and practically walking it out. Yeah, I feel you're definitely like the creativity, and he's the reality aspect of business. I feel like. You guys definitely mesh well on that. And whenever I bring one of my ideas to you guys, you're like, okay. You're you're like, okay, this is this is how you can make this better. This is how we can make this bigger. And dad's like, okay, this is how we need to make this smaller. This is where we need to hold back a little bit. And so, more like this is where you could get in trouble this, legally. But. This is where <laughs> your legal troubles are. <laughs> Have you thought about how you could be sued if this? That's the attorney in him. Definitely like balance each other out. So you came up with this idea early on in the year. You guys were selling pizza. The seniors for a number of years have always done Mm -hmm. where on Fridays you sell pizza for lunch and kids can sign up and then you earn whatever is the profit from that because you sell, you buy them and then sell them for higher than what you paid for them. And you're in charge of all of that, all the seniors. And well, so me, me and like two other people. Well, the seniors, oh, yeah, a lot yeah, of the, the seniors senior, yeah. help with that. Is yeah. was in, so that's been happening for a few, a number of years, as far as I know. And so you started 
helping with that and kind of taking a leadership role mm-hmm. with that. And then you had this other idea. Um, then we had the idea and we were like, why hasn't any senior thought of selling drinks at lunch? And then we just started selling drinks at lunch. We came up with our little business plan. We presented it to our teacher and to some of fal- faculty. And then um, they were like, yeah, go for it. And so we had this like little drink cart. We wheeled around every lunch and we ended up making quite a bit of money from it. I think that middle schoolers have very little concept of what money is. <laughs> and so they will pay a lot of money <laughs> for a drink. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't, like, rip them off or anything. Well, sodas were, like, two bucks, but we didn't pay. You charged probably what would be concession stand prices for the games. It was was fair. So you guys came up with this idea, but then you had to, I remember when you were starting to think about this and you had to then go research and you had to, I think you had to have a spreadsheet with all the details and Mm -hmm. it's been a lot of different things. And you've, you've learned some hard lessons from both of these things, but I really feel like it's been something that has kind of unlocked this thing for you of, I really enjoy doing Mm -hmm. this. And that is something that I feel like has then inspired the reason that you're thinking of majoring in business is is that correct yeah so i'm gonna mtsu first year that's middle tennessee state university and then i'm gonna go transfer to uh utk university of tennessee knoxville the big orange t and there i'm gonna do like the business exploratory track because i i'm really interested in business in general but i realized that if i get a more specific interest figured out then maybe it would help bring specific jobs my way and then I could really figure out what specific parts of business that I'm interested in and what I'm gonna take farther and stuff well I was just thinking about how you were dreading going into this year Mm -hmm. and how this year ended up being such an amazing year for you but also because you said okay I'm gonna make the most of this year then you had the idea of this drink business. You got to be leadership in the pizza business at school. And because of that, it opened up this whole new world to you of excitement and interest in being an entrepreneur, in business, in numbers, in making money. And had you not, you could have easily just been like, I'm not going to mess with any of that or not even had the idea Because you were just so focused on surviving the year. Mm. But instead of saying, I'm going to bloom where I'm planted, I'm going to make the most of this year, then who knows what the future is going to hold. But those things that might seem like they were little things could end up 10 years from now. You look back and you're like, that was the thing that changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like this was the best year. And if I had that mentality of like, just, keep my head down, make it through that, which is a a mentality that I feel like we have so much of the time. I'm grateful that I feel like God helped me really to hit that goal. I mean, I didn't really have a goal for it, but just to maintain focus on other people and be able to have fun this year instead of dreading this year. So 
I'm really grateful for it. And I think this was the best year of high school, like all the opportunities that I've gotten to be a part of. It was just really cool. So the takeaway from this is gratitude and your attitude reframe your perspective. And so I think that the lessons that you learned this year are things that you're going to take with you for the rest of your life. And that reminder of when you are wanting to dread something, when you're feeling like there's this thing I have to do, it feels overwhelming. I don't want to do it. I don't know how I'm going to manage and make it through. If you choose your attitude, you choose to make the most, you choose to bloom where you're planted. You never know what might come of it. And you would have never dreamed at the beginning of the school year that you would be sitting here at the end of the school year saying it was the best year of high school. But here we are. Mm -hmm. So I'm really proud of you. You put in so much effort. You had to juggle a lot this year. There were so many different things. And then with your jobs and just doing so many extracurricular things and outside things, you did soccer for the first time and (laughs) you just carried a lot this year and did it really well. And you're graduating with really great grades, but that's not what matters. You're graduating with that fulfillment of knowing that you really sought the Lord and honored Him and used this year well. And it's going to springboard you for who knows what God has for you in the future. But I'm excited for that. And we will keep everyone updated as this next year progresses. I'm sure we'll have you on the podcast again. Yay! Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpain.com.